This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, this is Dan. And this is Kelly. Uh, we got some dates to mention to you guys uh, for the fans. So yeah, some September second of this year, we are not doing a show in Cincinnati, so don't look out for us there. There's no show. Right. And um, September twentieth, we definitely don't have a show going up in New Orleans. Uh, there's definitely not a show that night. So. Yeah, we are not doing a show there. And um, uh, Dimitri Martin is not. Uh, opening for those shows he's right. not touring with us right nothing is uh up for sale at www.makemelikeit.com slash events that's not even a website yeah so we don't, don't have a website there. you can't buy tickets there right. we're, not we're not doing a live tour yeah. with a, a dance team or anything yeah we're not doing a live tour across uh the world with a dance team doing interpretive dance for our podcast or anything like that there's yeah. nothing going on at the bell house in brooklyn yeah we do not yeah. have a show there so no shows no live events yeah uh, and nothing is happening nothing is happening nothing to look out for so awesome. you're all up to speed yeah this is make, make me, me like it, it. All right, guys, today we are talking about pro wrestling. A very popular thing. I, in some circles, I guess. I, th- I would say in the biggest circle of them all, the United States of America. I got it. Yeah. Well, is, is it even a thing outside of the U.S.? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not too sure about that, and that's okay. a tough way to start a podcast. Is that we're like, I don't know. <laughs> ask a question and say, I don't know. I don't the know question. the answer to that, and I don't think we asked Dan in the podcast either. So <laughs> we, I, uh, so today on the show we're talking about pro wrestling. We have uh, Dan Black, that's right, very funny improviser comedian. Yeah. He hosts his own wrestling podcast called The Comedians of Wrestling. So check that out. Yeah, he's he's the most wrestling. If I'd friend of ours for sure, most wrestling like he knows them, but he also knows the most of any subject we've ever had yes. on the podcast. So much so that we might have to have him back at some point, yeah. to check in again. There was so much to talk about, yeah. It, it's really packed, guys. Um, I don't know anything about wrestling, like, and you didn't I don't... get caught up with it at all, even as a kid. Did your brothers like it? No. Definitely Jeez. not. Not at all. It was like a background weirdness. Of, that, that's of a, life. a fair way to describe it. It, it barely, is a weirdness. Barely entered my reality. It's so funny that it's a big thing. I have liked it's wrestling like in waves in my life. I loved it as a kid with Hulk Hogan, and that was like kind of the friendly cartoonish era, right? Um, and racist time where uh, like Sergeant Slaughter fought. Uh, the Iron Sheik, I believe, uh, you know, like, yeah, it was like a desert storm kind of thing. Oh, but I liked it then as a kid just for the typical kid reasons. I had a wrestling buddy, um, which was like a little pillow shaped like a wrestler that you could fight with. Oh, they were or hump. wrestling? <laughs> Depending on... Uh, what stage of latency are you in? Yes. <laughs> um, yes, they were called wrestling buddies. Wasn't then- there some other man with arms that stretched it or something? Stretch Armstrong? Stretch Armstrong. Was that a wrestling guy? Kelly, you are so far gone. I don't even know if we should have you on this episode. (laughs) Wrestling Buddies? That's all they're called? It seems like such a generic name for a product. 
I'm sorry. Okay. Well, that is something I liked as a child. (laughs) That was a toy that I had as a kid. I remember the commercials. I remember the commercials for Wrestling Buddies. Um, I liked it as a kid, and then I liked it again, which we'll talk about on the podcast during the Hollywood Hulk Hogan era, Mm -hmm. NWO, WCW. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. And now I couldn't care less. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to get interested in it. Yeah. I'm not – I can't believe how popular it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't believe how popular it is. Well, maybe we'll find out that it was all a lie. Dan could sh- shed some light on it and see, say, you know what? It's actually not very popular. Yeah, I feel like my extent of my knowledge of wrestling has to do with cage match at UCB, which was an improv show where they would do fake wrestling at the beginning and middle and end. Right, between it. some improv sets. Right, which they, I guess there were some parallels to the real world because Charlie Todd had a character called Chuck McMahon, which is... Based on Vince McMahon, he was the commissioner. Yeah. I even Dan did... Dan Black did a character called Alf. Alf? Yeah, because he had an Alf suit. That's and funny. he was just Alf as a wrestler. Great, so this podcast will we'll be talking to Alf. Yeah, exactly. What were you going to say? Um, I did a backyard wrestling league as a kid. Whoa! Where, but we just wrestled on... A trampoline, essentially, but it was heavily comedy based. So you did characters and stuff. We did characters, and it was like we knew things were being funny. Like I was a commissioner, and I was a total asshole. <laughs> and um, d- so uh, our friend Dave, who's small, uh-huh. um, he was like he was like the toughest guy in the league, and would Ooh. beat all the big guys, which That's actually awesome. did happen at one point in real wrestling. The giant killer Rey Mysterio, anyway. <laughs> So we'll see. The giant killer Ray Mysterio. I think that's what he was called. So, well. That's um, awesome. Uh, boy, I know more about wrestling than I realized. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it it's interesting. all back there. The little kernels are in your brain. I can't remember so many important things. I've never been able to remember locker combinations. I've had so many locks that I've had to be yeah. like, I don't remember what this is anymore. It's garbage now. Yeah, exactly. And I could remember all of this. Yeah, we have some locks to throw away. Yeah, if uh, anybody needs a lock. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get to talking to Dan. <laughs> So you know, we'll talk and for we're like rolling. 30 to 40 minutes, yeah. usually. Yeah, yeah, I can go. And uh, you'll uh, try to convince us to like wrestling. Yeah, so. So where do you think you got this accent? The accent? <laughs> no, I'm just saying because I didn't grow up like in the, my family's all from the Bronx, but I'm not, fr- I didn't grow up there. I never even oh, went to the Bronx growing up. Gotcha. So I was like, why would I sound like that? Just well, but they still, they have it. Yeah. Because my mom has an accent and I say words right. slightly differently based on her saying it. Yeah. yeah, they're the people you spend the most time with. Yeah, and Dan's dad, all I mean, his both of his parents have an insane accent. Yeah. I guess I don't even notice it. I've met and your parents a couple not, times. That's funny. You're like, yeah, they, they, they talk normal. That's just how people they're sound normal to me. people. For yeah. me, it was like, wow, these are characters from television. Yeah. Um, Jamie, Jamie, like, says things that are, she'll say, like, Halloween. She goes, like, Halloween. Yeah, and Halloween. She's, yeah, she's like, ha- Halloween. but it's also the, it's also the, like, it's I don't know how to I don't know phonetically how to describe this, but it's like the beginning of the word says said really fast and then slowed down the end of the word. Wait, is so that it's like a, Halloween? Halloween. I don't know. That's how to, she do you know that. about this yeah. thing? Is yeah. um, Mary, Mary? It's like Lords. Mary, Mary, and Mary. Oh, is is a apparently like a New York, New Jersey sort of mid Atlantic thing? Is that I say the name Mary? Yeah. I say Merry Christmas, and yeah. I say um, I'm going to get married. Yeah. But most people say those wor- three words the same. Oh, yeah. So what do I say? Yeah. I don't well, know. I say, hey, uh, talk, Mary, say hi to your friend yeah, and Merry Christmas. 
Merry okay. Christmas. And then say, I'm going to say. I'm going to get married. Married. That was ma- it's a ah. married thing. That's what yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Most I people say, don't. what was the other one? Uh, Mary. Yeah, someone's Mary. name is Mary. It's, yeah, uh, say hi to your like Hail Mary. Mary. That's different. That's Mary. different than married. Married, but most people say, Mary, and Mary. My friend Mary, Merry Christmas. Married. I'm getting married. I got married. I'm getting married. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds insane. Yeah. I respect the A. I respect the A. I, I'm not, yeah. looking, yeah, I'm not like looking to hide funny. the A. Yes. Yeah, I, actually, that I, dragging I, of the A. I, can, I know there's a lot of New York, New Jersey things that are wrong, but that one feels right to me. Yeah. That one actually feels like you're sh- you should, uh, like, it's good to have different tones of an A. Yeah. It's huh. weird to just like have it be yeah. one A. I mean, the, that's the thing in Mandarin is the A's are all over the place. Yeah, and Dan, Dan and I have perfect pitch. Yeah, that's true. You could say anything perfect. Hundred <laughs> percent. Name yeah. a song. I feel any like we're song. constantly Name any referencing song. <laughs> uh, Radio say. Lab in this show. Um, so, Dan, let's talk about. I feel like uh, Long Island, which is where you're from, is kind of an epicenter of pro wrestling fans. Is that true? Oh, um, I think. Is that- I think it it definitely feels that way. It does, doesn't it? But I it? do feel like wrestling is even bigger in the yeah, it's much like, bigger in Texas and stuff. Really? Florida. I feel like Florida. Well, not you. Not I didn't not, meet not you a, part a of wrestling Texas. fan until I moved to New York. I never knew that wrestling fans were out there, except for like in the eighties, maybe. Stone Cold Steve. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. I'm- Stone Cold Austin, Steve. Texas. I just call him Stone Cold Steve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just call him Stone Cold Steve. Yeah, Stone Cold Steve. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I I I was like, oh, this must be a big northeastern thing, like New Jersey, Long Island. It's definitely big there, and it was big. Like growing up. Yeah. You know, we're all like the same age. Yeah. And the ad- something called the Attitude Era was when like The Rock and Stone Cold was big. When I, were, no, I watched it. Then. That one, literally everyone was watching wrestling at that time. No, yeah. You know, not everyone. You probably weren't watching. It's probably I never on your radar. It. But at that time, it was very much in the zeitgeist of current. Relevant pop culture, and is that like late nineties? Yeah, it's like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. And then when was like um, both WCW and WWF were just like kicking it into high gear at that. Well, at that time they were competing. They both had their shows on Monday night, right? And it's now referred to as the Monday Night Wars. Okay. And at that time, it was they were literally just competing for ratings, and like WCW was like the underdog. Ted Turner wanted to get into wrestling. Why? Okay. Gotcha. And he just signed, like, basically, in, simply, he just, in the simplest way, he signed, like, Hulk Hogan, okay. some of the biggest wrestlers, took him over there, Which and they started just being real provocative. Asshole and... move, I would say, right? Kind it wasn't of. really asshole. Or the it, other it, federation or whatever was pissed. It was right? good to have competition, really. Right, right. But it, it was very healthy for the wrestling the, world. It was have, healthy uh, for the wrestling world. the market world. decide which of the wrestlers is better and more provocative. Yeah. It was like SNL Mad TV. You know, it's like uh-huh. having the two. Although those, I don't think those ever yeah, those never not, ever hit the level <laughs> that I'm talking about. Yeah, WCW. But there was a time where imagine – so imagine if – imagine if SNL, right, is the juggernaut show. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Studio Sixty, Studio right. Sixty, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Matthew Perry. Uh, imagine if Mad TV got better ratings than SNL. Uh huh. Like that'd that's what great. happened in the in, in the nuts. late nineties. Wow. Right. That's okay. what happened. Is that WCW started getting better ratings. Okay, so WCW was not developed until the nineties, and this is after know. Hulk Hogan's like heyday, like all that crazy wrestling was going on. Yeah, it's past that. Like that's yeah, that's like the eighties. That was now, a where different. Does, yeah. Where does TNA wrestling fit into this? <laughs> on Spike TV, and now TNA on Pop TV. Wrestling is the actual term. There was one yeah, like post yeah, yeah. this. Sorry, total nonstop action. 
Guys, this <laughs> subject is one is maybe the most off my radar of any subject we've ever tackled on the show. And you seem frazzled. I am. Well, you know, actually, I thought about this on the I drive over. Okay. I thought about this. I was like, Kelly, I know you a long time. <laughs> right. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to convince because you say, hey, convince us to like wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll be able to do that. Right. But I think what I can do mm-hmm. is I think I can get you to respect professional wrestlers. Well, that's 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 yeah, you don't have to by the end of this, you don't need Kelly to be like I was wrong. It's yeah. more like if she could understand why you like it, yeah. why there's a a fan base for it, then you can go home a happy puppy. And Dan, do you yeah. understand these things? Well, now I I have my own personal history with wrestling that I did grow up watching it. Yeah. As a kid, Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, Bret Hart, Big Boss Man, yeah, Bret Hart like that era. Ultimate Warrior, that, and you were like a little boy in uh, a little boy yeah. in New Jersey, happily watching these in guys. Under is. Cla- classic, great, you know, Saturday morning they they had, yeah. you know, so great times. Really, like a, same time as cartoons. Well, they had no Saturday night main event. They had a Saturday, Saturday night, night show. It, but they, what was? The, but I don't even remember when the shows were on. Yeah, I don't remember watching it as a remember... kid. I just was very aware of it, and then I stopped. Yeah, and then people got me back into it during the NWO. Um. Yeah, high school like NWO, WCW, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, like Hogan's best. a bad Hollywood guy. Hulk Hogan was so good. And then The Rock, Degeneration X. <laughs> yeah, the best. All the Stone best. Cold shit. Steve Austin. Yeah, I mean it was all good the stuff. reasons, all, everything I mean, that has made the guy that you're seeing in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> all of my major influences. Well, like, the- damn, what's your major influences? I'd say like, you know, Degeneration X. I'd say part of it, a little bit of The Rock. You know, the, the comedy Hulk of Degeneration Hogan. X. Just is, saying, suck it. I find yeah, you big influence. Suck it, pranking guys in the ring and then like hitting their head with a chair like that's what i like you know yeah, the super kick the kick to the face out of nowhere really, sweet chin really music like the sweet chin music so yeah. now that you live in hollywood do you i mean is there a connection between you and hollywood hulk hogan now the bad guy. where are you at better? in your career are you are you hulk hogan like all american or are you hollywood hulk hogan? i'm more i'm more hollywood hulk because hogan. you live Boo. in hollywood. I, I prefer hollywood hulk hogan yeah he's I the like, best that was the best but i feel like hollywood hulk hogan even though it's referring to like out here la hollywood it's more like florida it's more like hollywood it is true yes because yeah. he's like the king of florida yeah. just like every wrestler they all live in florida did you ever you, oh i'm sure you saw that that movie beyond the mat yeah of course that was the first time in my life because that came out around that degeneration yeah, x out. attitude era mm-hmm. is that what we'll call that's it a, that, it's yeah that's a, that's when that came out and so that came out during the attitude era and it was just a documentary about some wrestlers who were popular when we were really young yeah jake the snake i remember being it like, follows jake the snake heavily and then the movie the wrestler is feels oh, yeah. very much based on the J- jake the snake right they kind of combine Randy the hulk Randy. hogan's pop yeah, yeah. They kind of conf- combine like Hulk Hogan's popularity with the Jake the Snake's narrative. What did you think of uh, the wrestler? I loved it. I thought, I thought it was, it was awesome. I thought it was movie. great. Yeah, great I will movie. say, as far as wrestling goes, Rob Siegel. Oh, he wrote that. Yeah, I just it. assumed Darren Aronofsky wrote that. No, no, <laughs> Robert Siegel, uh, who made he also made that movie Big Fan. Oh, um, I never saw that. I wanted to see that. The concept of that's awesome. I think you'll and, like and it. Yeah. You would love that. Um, the wrestler was great. I also had heard this radio story about a wrestler recently that I found really interesting. 
what was it? Yeah, so it you listened like, to the episode of was it Radio Lab? Yes. Uh, or, the the Montreal Screwjob episode. I think so. Is when they talk about where Bret Hart is leaving WWE to go to WCW. Yes. I think you posted that, and then I listened to that. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> but wow. to me, it's so funny to like a fan who uh, not. To it was be, a like, good an, entry an ass, point but, for me because it was drama and personal. And, yeah, you know, that's like the most like. Uh, it, it's so good to me. I was like, I know all this. Oh, like, right. Anyone who's a wrestler knows all this. Not in a way like like a snob, but I mean, but yeah, it is. It is fascinating. Right? Yeah. It What's was fascinating a, about it. So what is it? You that, should describe it because I can't remember it right now. It's called and the you, Montreal Screwjob. It's one of the. It's actually a famous event. In it's a famous history. event in wrestling history, and it's kind of the. It's like the. It's first off, it's the invention of the Mister McMahon character, and it is, I think, the moment where wrestling started bleeding into being real, which is when wrestling hit like an awesome stride, mm-hmm. moving out of like wrestling when we were kids, where it was like totally just like I'm a character, I'm a clown who wrestles, to now right. being like, oh wow, the backstage is bleeding into this, and there's some reality, like sh- there's it's called some shooting actual drama, yeah, like on. stuff that's happening in the back, and and that's what people really connect to, even to this day with wrestling. Is like the real stuff bleeding into the theater. The fake stuff, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, so what happened there was – do you want me to describe it? Yeah, please do because I can't quite remember what it was. Yeah, so this guy, Bret Hart, he's kind of like – he has this big contract with WWE with, – with WBF at the time. With, the Hitman. And, yeah, the Hitman Hart. <laughs> and there's a whole documentary called Wrestling with Shadows where they're like filming – Bret Hart is filming a documentary. They're filming a documentary on him and then this goes down while they're filming. So And it's on Hulu. Wow. You can watch it. It's worth it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he's at WBF and 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 uh, he is like a company man. He's been there like a long time. He's like I'm he, I'm not I'm not like I'm staying here. WCW offers him this big contract because they're starting. Ted Turner throws all his money behind. Right. WCW. That's what I was saying. Is kind of a dickhead move or something. Is like he offers all the best guys all this money. Right? Yeah. I mean it's. It, it, yeah, it's it's it seems dickhead, but it's also like, it's it's Why not? it's good. Yeah, it's Business. like hey, you got the money. Right. It's like it's just capitalism, you know. Right. So right. Uh, but yeah. So but Bret Hart is like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here. And then he's like, even if I gotta like take less money. Yeah. So he stays for a little bit, and then at some point, Vince McMahon is like, he has this idea. I I believe this part. I'm a little, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure on, but I think he's like, I'm gonna unload all my other guys and like bring up some of the younger talent and like cut costs, you know? And he tells Bret Hart, go to WCW. Uh-huh. He's like, take that deal. You, I can't give you money like that. Take it. So he convinces him to go. So he says, okay, he's like reluctant. He doesn't want to go. Right. So then he's the champion at the time. And so Vince McMahon is like, hey, we need you to drop the title because I can't have you going to a competing company as our champion because right. that makes our brand look weak. Right. So then he has to drop the title. Okay. Yeah. Bret Hart, he's like, hey, so the next pay-per-view coming up, it's his last, it's like one of his last shows. He's like, I need you to lose it to Shawn Michaels. He hates Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels is a notorious piece of crap. The guy who starts DX. He's a guy who's like all coked up, big womanizer, backstabbing in the worst way imaginable. And now he's a born again Christian, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, he's like, I don't want to drop the title to him. Cool. So they get into a big fight about it. He's like, all right, fine. You don't. Vince McMahon's like, you don't have to lose the title. Right. We'll have you lose it after. Pay per view happens. Vince McMahon goes. Uh, uh, the, uh, the match happens. He, Shawn Michaels puts Bret Hart in a submission hold, and then they ring the bell like he tapped out, even though he didn't tap out, <gasps> and switch the title to Shawn Michaels behind his back, which was totally real. 
Bret Hart did not know that was going to happen. He's home in Canada. He's a Canadian hero. Oh my He's like, just God. don't let that happen to me in Canada. So then Vince McMahon's ringside. Bret Hart spits in his face on the camera and starts making right, like air writing WCW to the cameras. Oh wow. my God. And just being like, you know. And then the cameras were there, so they followed him in the back. He punched Vince McMahon in the face. And then his wife is back there talking to Shawn Michaels, being like, I know you're in on it. And Shawn Michaels is like denying it. So cut to years later, they were all in on it. And they all admit it now. Oh. The referee was in on it. They all knew. And it's called, the, it's referred to as the Montreal Screwjob. And that it's is like one so of the most terrifying. So that Sad. created Vince McMahon. And then also. As the bad guy. Because he, like, like, he was that piece of shit behind stage. They're like, let's do it on camera. Why not? And He's then, like anything God, for like... a ratings type guy. So mm-hmm. then like. So then after that, wasn't his career, like, kind of destroyed at Yeah, that so then he went and to WCW horrible, and he never really caught on. Didn't Goldberg some horrible kicked him tra- in the head and he Goldberg. got <laughs> Didn't some, str- like, horrible tragedies happen to yeah, he him? Yeah, he got, he got a stroke. Oh, my God. He got a kick in the head from Goldberg. Oh, no. Uh, that, like, it just did him in. He had a stroke and he never wrestled again. Oh, my God. I did not know that. Yeah. So he, like, left. Tragic. And then his brother died. And then his, his brother died. Yeah, yeah. that's the Owen one Hart other thing. was still in WWE and he... WBF at the time. He well, I was watching that pay per view live in high school with my friends. I remember friends. when that happened. Yeah, yeah, I was watching at my friend's house. Who just he just died like three weeks ago. This is a random. Wait, your friend? friend? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a side thing. But we used to watch wrestling at his house. But that's also part of to tie it Sorry. into like what I like about wrestling is that like it was a big How part of my childhood. Sure, and we would get together to watch those pay per views. You know, wow. uh, uh, yeah. So he and then he died. He fell from the rafters. So oh anyway, I don't know. This, this sounds like I'm convincing you to not like wrestling. No, <laughs> the horrors, the backstage horrors it's of wrestling. Oddly what's you wrestle, you me die. Like it. Yeah. It's, it's making me understand it in like a real stakes but, way. But can I, I ask, like, yeah, why sure. is it so? Po- how is it so popular? Well, look, I'll, I could spin what we're talking about into kind of what modern day something that attracts me to wrestling that I think you. Yes, would dig. you okay. are. Is Vince McMahon is the. CEO, he's the he's the, well, his father, I believe, his father was the creator. He he bought the promotion, whatever. Who knows? It doesn't matter. We don't get the history. And I always say I'm not a, I'm not a wrestling historian. I'm a wrestling fan, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he so he became this character, and that's who he is. He's this guy who's like on camera. He is Lorne Michaels. So it's like a simple right. a simple metaphor. Right. He's on camera as this character, but he really does run the company. He is like a notorious workaholic, makes all the decisions. Right. And it's like all these wrestlers have to like prove themselves to him. Mm-hmm. And he – and WB is the corporate juggernaut and they are now – there's no competition really. There's other promotions, but there's no – they are the TV wrestling like that's where you make money if you want to have a living very few guys make a good living if you're not wrestling for wb and it's about like watching guys so what i'm saying to me it's fascinating is watching a wrestler catch on with the crowd and then convince vince mcmahon that like they're worthy of the push to like win that's what i find fascinating about wrestling and then the fact that like when you get the belt it's like okay competitive competition i always say it's like you uh, all right, the LeBron James, the, the commissioner of NBA, right, can't be like – he can't like hold down LeBron James. Right. LeBron James is going to go out there and score 50 points a game. His team's going to win. They're going to be like, yep, he's a star. doesn't matter how he acts. Right, right, right. right. 
to be pushed by wrestling, you have to wear so many more crowns. Right, You have to have, like, the personality to catch on with the fans. You have to, like... Be a company man. Crowns, you have to wrestle hats. well, which is incredibly <laughs> difficult. What is it? You say you, you have to wear so many more crowns, not hats. No, not crowns. Crowns. Yeah, these are, we're talking jewels. Jewel encrusted crowns. Jewel encrusted with the hats. <laughs> that term comes from the game NBA Street. Oh, I remember NBA Street. It was a NBA great game. NBA Street, they give crowns over. It'd be like your rating was like a 10 out of 10, but uh-huh. if you had a crown, it meant you were perfect. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, NBA Street was a good game. But you, most players can only wear like one crown, but I think Michael Jordan had like two crowns or Several something like crowns. that. crowns. <laughs> yeah. Multiple crowns. Um, yeah, so that, so that element of it is uh, that reality element where it's like to get over, and that's a wrestling term, it's like getting over, mm-hmm. with, a, with a wrestling crowd is so difficult and so many luck elements and so many like just having those moments and having those matches and finding your gimmick and all that is and it also has to do it has to do with the crowd that's there and also the tv reception correct like what like their performance on television yeah and also like having getting those moments like you know like wb is like all right go out there you have three minutes to say something now get uh, go in front of 20 30 000 people and get over and that's why you have a guy like the rock who's known as like you, he's so talented in every way possible he was that's what wrestling funny he was legitimately funny and I yeah. remember like, when he was he's, like he's like funny, beautiful, charming. Jack, he's got like some. He's awesome. na- now he's crazy, Jack. Let's yeah. go. What happened there? He's like <laughs> a brick wall. Yeah, <laughs> he's huge. He's only he keeps getting, big, but he's like getting bigger and bigger. It's like it, it seems like he's like twelve feet tall now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. He's yeah. like he's 43, like 44 <laughs> years old, and he's like. Like chiseled from marble, yeah. You know he's all—he's on like human growth hormone. He's right. on all kinds of supplements. I mean, is there a YouTube video of Aaliyah singing "Happy Birthday" to him? No, but I would watch that. You just want there to be? <laughs> I, I, not, oh no, there might be. I, There's I, definitely I never seen it. like a him meant, in the like, ring, everyone singing "Happy Birthday" to him, and then some famous singer comes out, and I can't remember. Oh, is it Maya? Ah, that sounds, that that sounds like a wrestling. It might be Maya, not Aaliyah. That makes more sense. Yeah, Aaliyah, I think, was I'm surprised it's not like point. Lincoln Park. Like, that's the, that's, that, <laughs> that would that, be the perfect. <laughs> wrestling loves, like, all, uh, if you were, like, one of those, like, alt-rock bands, mm-hmm. in WB's mind, you're still big. Right. Yeah. Was, like, People are walking what are you out saying? to your music. you WME? Oh, WWE. They changed it from WWF because they got sued by WME the Worldwide Fund. is what you're saying. WWE. WWE. WWE is what you're saying? Yeah, sorry, Worldwide I Entertainment. I not understand what I know, you're I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. WWF it's was a thing, right? Yeah, WWF was way easier to say, but WW in general is... WW. WW, yeah. so much work on your fucking jaw. Yeah, just to get letters out. You're not even saying words. Yeah. W-W. And the amount that I say it, I w. have to shortcut it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get it down. There's got to be a better way to say that they could come out like dub dubs or something, you know? Yeah. That, that, that's not right. But, that's yeah. but something... I think Texans say WW. 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 Um, Dan, now here, I have a question for you. What about like, because there's, there's, okay, you're already saying like a lot of cool stuff, like exciting entertainment, catching on with fans. Do you have any feelings about like the dark side of, of wrestling? Oh, like, what's the dark side in yeah. your opinion? Just like the shitty lives that these guys often have, like so many of them have died. Okay. Yeah. So health problems, treatment of women. Let's throw that out there. Like, right? what, what, yeah. What, what, I would what, say this. Now that old, that that's kind of. It's getting 
better. It's getting a lot better now, and it's interesting because a lot of the big stars coming up in w- WWE, there's this guy CM Punk. You ever heard of him? Uh, yes. You've probably yes. heard his name because he's he's one of the he's an incredible wrestler. He's he's called he's straight edge, okay. right? So he's like for real. Yeah, he has a tattoo on Is he like vegan. Like yeah, he's vegan. Like he's Damn. all that shit. And wow. he um uh uh, uh Kelly's in. What? <laughs> Kelly's yeah. in. Well, also convinced. Daniel Bryan is vegan, who's another guy that I was going to talk about because I, mm. I think you'd find him interesting. Okay. And he's kind of a, a spinoff of he, – he, CM Punk kind of laid the groundwork for him. But this wow. guy CM Punk has straight edge like – you know like the Tupac thug life tattoo across oh, wow. his belly? His says straight edge. And he's got like X's on his – The three X's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the whole routine. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, a former like alcoholic or drug addict, or he's just never? I'm saying like him? he's yeah he's like speaks out against steroids, and he became the biggest the biggest star in professional wrestling. Wow! And uh, he's like not big. You see him in the ring. I mean, he's tall, but he's not. You, you, you'd see the difference. He's not yeah. like yes. A, that I feel like he's straight not beefy. edge turns being healthy into an extreme thing. Well, it almost feels so. That's like I feel like that's why it's appealing to fans to see a straight edge. Wrestling. He feels like a guy who's doing drugs. Right. He looks like a drug. He's all tattooed up. But he's like no, no. But he's high on life. Yeah. yeah. And he also he's like because I think he's grew up around people who were like so addicted to it. And yeah. I think he had parents. Uh, there's a whole documentary on it. But who were <laughs> who were drug addicts? And he was just like they're so they're so addicted to this thing. It controls them. I don't want to be controlled by anything. Mm-hmm. But like his best friends are rancid. The okay. band oh really? Yeah, yeah. Those are like his best friends. And Whoa. Stuff. Are they straight edge? I think so. I feel like they were part of that whole movement of of straight straight edge core or whatever Ruby the Soho. fuck it was. Ruby Soho, yeah, yeah, Ruby Soho, yeah, man. so yeah. good, so good, so, so choice, choice song. Yeah. Um, that's my uh, impression of Rance. <laughs> I don't. I literally only know Ruby, 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 Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. But so this guy kind of he and he came off the indies like independent wrestling, which since I moved to LA, I've gotten very into. Really? The, the, the independent wrestling scene. The independent film scene or the, indi- yeah, yeah, the yeah, independent yeah. film scene of, of wrestling? Yeah, they have the like... Sundance Wrestling Film <laughs> Festival. <laughs> it would be so funny, like a festival where like these different independent, that it's like a little bit Wait. kind of edgy and they all get together for a festival with other famous wrestlers and they choose which yeah, ones they is like. There, so there's like an alt-wrestling scene? Now? There is a show out here called PWG, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. That is like, it's like uh, the best thing ever. It is the UCB of wrestling. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Is it live? It's live. It's in Reseda. It's in an American Legion Hall. And it is the best wrestlers ever. A lot of them were in WWE even. WWE. WWE. And they just sort of went backwards a Some of them got cut from the company. And some of them, like, there's some of them who won't sign because they're like, I don't need to, like, I'm... There's a thriving independent wrestling scene. Wow. Kind of. <laughs> I can wow. do all my indie shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indie well, shows. And these guys like get up there, they sell t-shirts before the show, and then the show happens. People are jam-packed into this American Legion Hall, and they put on the best wrestling show you've ever seen. And so the thing about it is a lot of these guys are not – none of them are like juiced up. I mean, maybe some of them are. I don't know. But a lot of them, you, they're smaller. Like they walk by you because it's so small, and they're like the same size as you, and they're doing incredible things. And so it's like CM Punk – He's, like, not juicing. So a lot of these guys are not taking steroids. They're not having those, like, the road rage. They're healthier right. than they used they to be. They just put on a good show. Yeah, and I think the time back to your original point is that, like, that violence, I think that came from all these guys on the road coked up on these ridiculous schedules, you know, like, 
Now WWE has a wellness policy. A guy, one of their biggest stars, just got busted for Adderall. They suspended him for taking Adderall. That's not even, yeah, that's not crazy. Right. It's like, imagine they suspended a writer for taking Adderall or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So they're clean. I'm Very saying in that way, they're cleaning it up. That's um, great. Who, uh, that's who so was good that? To hear. Who, who was yeah. busted for Adderall? This guy, Roman Reigns. Big you like him? The Rock's cousin. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's, he's, he won at WrestleMania this year. He's a big time guy. He's um, like, I have to study for the test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying. You yeah, just need to stay up moves. and study. So, but Dan, when you're talking about this stuff, it sounds like you like the you like all aspects of it because you like the the backstage theater, but then you also like just like good solid wrestling matches. Yeah, I like all of it. Like you, there's two different kinds of fans, uh-huh. and the, you know, obviously there's like a, there's at the extremes there's a mark, and then there's something called a smark, mm-hmm. right? That's and mark right. is like a kid who thinks like. That he's that guy is picking that he beat that guy because he's a better wrestler, right? Right. Who just totally believes what they're seeing. Like I'm a like a kid. Kids are all marks. Right. 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 <laughs> of course. This is real. This is not yeah, a term. Yeah, it's a term. Mark. Wow. And oh it, my god. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, McDonald's should be that blood. <laughs> yes. They're they're kid marks. I'm a mark. Yeah. I know I wrestling. It, I take it. It's like I know when I speak about it, it's like. I'm not being funny at all. With no, no, this is the so least funny you've, you've ever been. <laughs> You're just like giving us the most facts we've ever had in an episode. Yeah. You're I the most knowledgeable of anything that we've had so far. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, I know, but I... most information. No, it's great. This is like what we're trying to do with the podcast. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which is that we don't know anyone else who's this knowledgeable in a single. So subject. it's been a lot of us just sitting here listening. <laughs> yeah, <to you laughs> quietly. Well, then, Smark is like a is like a smart fan. It's a smart mark. That's smart. what that stands for. Oh, so I think like I heard about that the, on the yeah. podcast. You still have the markness in you. Mark, smart. That you there's a little bit that you have to what like a leap of faith. You have to believe a little bit. But yeah, you if kinda you know. like wrestling, you're a mark a little a little right. bit. You can't not be a mark, right? Because you're like you're still watching and you're right. still getting into it. But a smart mark is people who have essentially have the internet, right? right. We see like, hey, this guy's like. Is uh, WWE's not happy with his performance. They're demoting him to from the championship level caliber matches to like a, a lesser title. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like they're set to release this guy. And then with podcasts, wrestlers are going on podcasts. 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 Like wrestlers come on my podcast. Right. You know? Um, and they, they get interviewed and they speak their mind and, um, you know, so now it's like, oh, we can see kind of the operations behind the scene and how that relates to the story. Wow. Right? So, like, imagine you heard, like, a writer from SNL, like, oh, they're, none of his sketches get on. But you knew that. Right. And then you're, like, watching the show and you're like, oh, that character's it's not on the show It's almost an interesting year. thing that SNL could do. Yeah. Or why don't like they do that more of do, that? that? They don't like, do enough behind the scenes yeah, at SNL. Almost would be fun Chelsea to Handler have Lauren Michaels. Yeah. What, who did? Chelsea Handler had that, like after chelsea thing oh really but i never watched it but i think it's a general similar concept but i think chelsea it was too Taylor's show isn't big enough for anyone yeah to give it's a tough shit. to it's like it needs to be like the whole comedy scene yeah to it would be tough to force that to force the behind the scenes of something i think people can get uh, like you know when shows have their after shows and you don't care enough about yeah the show, and you're, you're like, like who do you do think you, you are yeah an after yeah. show but if there was a show that had that, I mean, SNL is the one that could do it, but I guess that's part of what people like about it is that Lauren Michaels refuses to do uh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's complete, she doesn't it's do a interviews complete mystery. That, right. she, you know. yeah. Yeah, so there's yeah. that, like, there's sexy no... mystique. Right. Like, who is this monster? Yeah. Well, even <laughs> I saw that Don't Think Twice movie last night. Oh, yeah? And then uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, I've heard great things about I, it. I'm yeah. so... Um, 
in my bones, it's hard for me to want to see a movie about improv, but everybody says it's good. It's good. Well, for, for, well, whatever. We're getting it's off topic here. It's hard for me here, to listen to a This okay. American Life with improvisers on it, too. No offense to our wonderful improviser friends that have been on This American and Life. And done great You want to see it because well, – why, why didn't you want to see it? I'm interested. Because Jamie – I kind of said something similar and then she was like – I don't – she didn't understand. It's just like ah. – I, I don't – I wife personally – It's uncomfortable. Well, I hate it <laughs> yeah. for in, just oh. in general when something on a sh- in a show or a movie – is funny to the characters in the movie and the show, like uh, a show like Studio 60. It you know, people are like, me. this is a great sketch. Yeah. And it's like, but it's not. And right. like, but all the actors have to pretend that it's great yeah. for the sake of the show. And yeah. it just immediately takes me out of it. Yeah. Like my brother, who has really bad asthma, watched that show, The Hand That Rots the Cradle, the movie, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, as a kid. And one of the characters has an asthma attack. And he was like horribly embarrassed to watch that because it wasn't sure. like. A real asthma attack? Do you know what I mean? No, I, I know exactly what you mean because I was yeah. like, I, I had a, just like Ugh. something about me was like. But these are all great improvisers. Maybe it's my own so shame, though. It could be that's coming out. Well, I'm could saying be. that I thought the movie was was uh, fantastic. Really good. I thought it was really good, and I, it was I, fine. You were fine watching. Like I was fine watching. And I thought improvise. they captured. Like I thought they, you know, my hats off to the. To Birbiglia, and sure. also like I saw the creative co- Very consultants were like Tammy Sager. Yeah, that's something I stayed around for the credits. It's Tammy Sager and Gethard and someone I didn't know, and they so know they what they're talking good, about. Yeah, and they kind of made it like it feels authentic, and they have some scenes in there where you're like, I get why this is funny, and they really capture some moments about improv, improv that are like. I don't know. I think that if I wrote, I would. I think it's hard to capture a lot of things they did. Now, can do you think a general audience who maybe doesn't care about improv could still like that? I think yeah. I think That's they cool. towed the line in the middle there, where it's a good movie, and then also as like as like an as an improv as someone who's watching basically my life reflected back at me. Right. right. It really was exactly you know like I was thinking in the commune. I just kept having like flashbacks to my time on like Ruru and like uh-huh. how every Saturday night we did that show and wow. we would, you know and I, and I was like they, I think they captured elements of that I didn't relate to every character but I was like I know someone who is that character like right. every character in the movie you can think of someone who is that right version a, yeah, and so, yeah and any time in the movie I was like I don't know exactly why they made that choice I'm like oh they did because they have to because for the movie because yeah. it's a movie. It's I, I would movie. do the same thing if I was writing it yeah. so I, I'd like I, I to had think... only good things to say about the movie yeah. that's cool, that's cool. I would yeah, see it Sundance. Okay, that's where it's. I was just looking it up, like where it's playing yeah. and stuff. Nice theater. Um, yeah. nice. Oh, good. <laughs> nice seats, comfortable air condition. That's great, guys. Yeah, check yeah, out yeah. Sundance theater. Yeah. Love the theater. <laughs> so, but now this kind of relates back to wrestling. In yeah, that, I, I was gonna that, say that this is something. So that's a movie made by not an improviser, but a comedian. But a comedian making a movie about comedy that comedians could appreciate, but also regular people. And now you are a, a wrestling fan who kind of gets it and like. There's just like different um, – there's like a whole spectrum of, of wrestling fans. Like what you're yeah. saying of like Mark, someone who's just watching it because it's like this is cool. Yeah. But you're watching it almost like your mind is like doubling over on itself that you're like I like it. I like just watching it. But then I like thinking about it. I like talking to people behind the scenes. Does yeah. that make sense? Like you're – I think like my sketch brain, my writer brain – kicks in where I'm like, oh, what should we do with this guy since it's scripted? You can't – you know, if you're watching basketball, you can't be like, what do we do with this guy? Well, you, I don't know. You make him a point guard or you make him a power forward, <laughs> right, right? right? And then he's just going to play <laughs> basketball against another player. Right. right. This is like, oh, should we make this guy a clown or should we make him a man turkey? <laughs> like, right. should we, like, should we, you know, it's like, oh, what, what is the best – what is the – it's all – it's writing. It's literally writing. They have a writer's room. 
Yes. So it's like, and it's Matt theater, McCarthy and it's worked, live though. in front of that many people. Like that's the element of it that I think is incredible, and right. I think you will relate to. Is like think about it. I always compare it to SNL because it's like those are the only two shows that are like live theater on television. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they have you know they do like, live. They do that, but that's like so scripted, and it's not the same. There's not a live audience for there was for Greece, but there wasn't for the other the NBC ones. I don't think. Right. But there's a looseness to it. Like, wrestling has a looseness that SNL doesn't have. That they interact, they even interact with the audience. They have improv. Yeah, they interact with the audience. The audience is a participant on a live show. They feel the audience, like, energy. They react off of it. Yeah, and you can't tell the audience what to do. Like, you can't, they come out and they're like, okay, this guy Roman Reigns I'm talking about. They go, oh, we're going to, he's going to be the number one good guy. He's come out for two years in a row. They're trying to make him the good guy. He gets booed. The crowd hates him. Sometimes people just don't connect to it. No. So what? Okay. I have a big question. I know that there's a, um, there's bad guys. There's villains, right? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Well, there's heels and babyface. Right. Oh, I didn't know babyface was a good guy. Babyface is a good guy or face. Uh, so, face. Okay. That's it's short for babyface. Right. And they're like, oh, should we turn this guy heel right now? Like, well, this is one guy right now where a couple of me and my friends have been talking. It's And also, I connect with my friends a lot. So like, they're rest- called a heel? Yeah. Like, okay. should we turn this guy heel? He's a good heel. guy right now. Right. So when you turn a guy heel, yeah. that fucks up his career. Correct. It does, actually. Their Which merchandise like, sales go way down when and someone's it's like, a bad what guy. The fuck Even you... Hollywood Hulk Hogan when he was bad? I don't know. Hulk Hogan's on a league his of his own. own. <laughs> yeah. And also that's when they were doing NWO, which is yeah. sold as a I had an shit NWO ton of shirt. t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I had a can't imagine shirt, being like willingly like, yeah, okay, now I'm a bad guy. I'll go out there and get booed every time. Well, like, that's why that's so fucked up. Like a uh, Lorne Michaels, like Vince McMahon has to kind of run it with an iron fist a little bit. Right. He's got to be like, do that. Or it's my way or the highway. And there's right. people that make you examples have to take of it. Ho- you have to take really? the fall yeah. right now but, for God. the Federation as Dan's a whole. A point. So, yes. CM Punk, the guy. Just to tie things up that we've been touching on. Sure. Right? CM Punk, that guy came out in 2011. Right? This is why this guy, he came out with <laughs> the like, microphone, uh-huh. okay. decided, I'm not going to do the promo they're going to tell me to do. Cut something they to to this day is called the pipe bomb. <gasps> he came out and just spoke his mind. Oh my god! I was just like, this company's bullshit. They hold me back. I come out here. I'm doing the best stuff. I'm here every week. They're giving WrestleMania spots to part timers. I can't wait till Vince McMahon dies. Whoa! Right? And it doesn't matter when he dies because his idiot son-in-law is going to take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his, they turn his microphone off. And, on, Damn! On, on, so this is real. Yeah. Wow. And so then, then what happened to it? He goes to the back. Confronts Vince McMahon, goes into the back. Vince McMahon goes, I smell money. Because <laughs> he's like, that's amazing. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that helps. And then he became the biggest star, one of the biggest stars this company's ever had. Vince wow. McMahon terrifies me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he, he only cares about getting over right. with the crowd. Right. He doesn't care if you go out there and say he's going to die. That's good product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he wants that. Yeah, he goes, I smell money. That's right. what he said. He didn't care. about. He's just like, this is great. Oh my god! I'll tell you another thing. This guy Daniel Bryan, guy's five eight. He's my he's my height. He's a guy who's not that charismatic. He has a very charismatic as a guy, Mm -hmm. but as a wrestling charisma, not your classic guy. If you watched him, you'd be like, I don't get why people like this guy. He's the guy that started the Yes Chant. You see that? that? Okay, nothing. So. This guy was sm- the crowd loved him. He wrestled so hard. He would go in the ring and just like people put his love body a hardworking small guy. What <laughs> that 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 spans just like all fields. A hardworking small guy. He's underdog. Always capture people. 
And he really was. People knew they would like write him. They, they, people loved him. The crowd liked him. But he would come out, lose to a guy in 18 seconds. Uh huh. Like a big guy. Like this. And that was this setup that that was his character is that he just loses. <laughs> well, that was the writing for him. But right. everyone was like, we like him. We like this hardworking small guy. Yeah. So WrestleMania 30 rolls around. They, he's in the Royal Rumble. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble gets to headline WrestleMania. He's in it. He gets knocked out early. The crowd is booing like to no end. They decide Dave <laughs> Batista, big guy, the guy who's Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm, uh, maybe. I don't sure, remember sure. Drax. He's the red guy. Okay. The big jacked red okay, dude. Okay. Cool, cool. Red okay, dude, yeah. yeah. You could do another episode about Make Me Like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, I, I was fine. I liked I've that movie. I've never seen it. It was so, fine. It was yeah. all right. It was all right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, anyway this guy, they boo. They, they set up the main event. It's just two classic jacked wrestlers. Okay. The crowd is just like booing every single week. And the internet's going nuts. Right? They want Daniel Bryan? They want Daniel Bryan. So then they change the whole storyline. They add him to the main event in WrestleMania, and he wins WrestleMania just to appease the fans. That's to awesome. To appease the internet fans or the crowd fans? The Both. crowd. The crowd was just the going crowd. nuts for him. They had no choice. Wow. I like that the mob is a character in wrestling. Yes. Yeah, like the mob Roman. Has something to say. Roman I'm part of it. Gladiator yes, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you what get is, to be it's part gladiator of it. Yeah. adjacent. Yeah. Yes. yes. Gladiator is a perfect metaphor. Winning over the crowd. You win over a basketball crowd by scoring 50 points. Right, right. You know like, what I mean? By doing exactly. the thing. We like this... LeBron James not because he's like super cool. He's fucking he's good cool. basketball player. Yeah. He's fine. Dan he's fine. thinks yeah. he's cool. But, yeah. I like LeBron James. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not. He's fine. You're, he's fine. But that is good for an athlete because most athletes have bad, annoying personalities. <laughs> so if, if there's any level of charm in an athlete, Terrible. you're like, hey. Would you like him if he was scoring 15 points a game? No. No. So what I'm saying is that some wrestlers who are, have the capabilities, like CM Punk in the ring, is a guy who scores 15 points a game. Right. But on the sticks, on the microphone. The yeah. sticks. The, the sticks. They call them the sticks. Give him the stick. Give him the, <laughs> the guy the stick. And the microphone, the charisma, just an X factor energy. He's a 10 out of 10. He's wearing all the crowns, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Give okay. this guy the crowns. And so, okay. So. Okay, now I'll shut up. You so guys help, me the question. So help, I think, I mean. I mean, we're almost done. We, we've run out of time oh, probably. Shit. But like health stuff. <laughs> I got a lot more to say. Glad they're heading in a good direction with that. I don't, know, I don't even know what's going on in the respecting women uh, sphere of wrestling. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought this up. So okay, at good. WrestleMania 32, Tell me the, what's the going women's on. championship belt right, okay, was called so the Divas belt. When and did that like a- start? When did the women's federation for start? a while? They had okay. wrestling, female wrestling, but for a long time in wrestling, they were like Vince McMahon. Be like, All right, just give me the hottest models, yeah, yes. and we'll yeah. teach them how to wrestle. No one cares if they can wrestle, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like that was literally the mentality. And it was like female. You'd watch female wrestling; the women would be beautiful, but they were such bad wrestlers. And then it you'd was be like, like, "What are we right, doing?" Yeah, yeah, I'd just be like, "All right," it was like the piss break, right? You know, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, now at WrestleMania 32, they changed the. That was the last WrestleMania. Um, they uh, changed the belt. It was a, it was like a butterfly divas. It was called the divas oh championship belt for so like Mariah tacky. Carey. I'm gonna you know barf. Uh huh. Terrible. Mm-hmm. They changed it to the women's championship. It mm-hmm. looks exactly like the men's belt, except uh-huh. it has white leather instead of black leather. Okay. And the female wrestlers are amazing now. Oh wow! Ric Flair's daughter was the champion. Wow. She's uh, her name's Charlotte Flair. She's incredible as a wrestler, not as like a woman wrestler. It would right. be a time where you're like, yeah, hey, she's good for a woman. Now the female wrestling is 
is on par. It's not puppy bowl anymore. No, <laughs> it's it's like big, it's up and coming, and it's uh and like it's exciting. Like I watched, you know, not to be like a shit, but like now I watch the women matches. That's great. Like I'm excited for them. They're female wrestlers that like I would buy their t-shirt. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Do you have any wrestling t-shirts? I have a lot of wrestling t-shirts. What do you got? What's in the rotation? In the rotation? Yeah. Well, this is a funny thing about wrestling t-shirts <laughs> is like. They, uh, Instead of Jersey, you just buy teach. Yeah, teach. <laughs> you gotta buy the merch. Fifteen dollars. You gotta support them with merch if you're going merch. to. Uh, they gotta come to the merch. Uh, what, what is was it? The American one, Apparel Wrestling League that you said before. <laughs> PWG. PWG. You gotta support them with the merch. Well, one of those guys is these two guys called the Young Bucks, and okay. uh, they're like they're two brothers, and they're not they're not like big dudes. They're kind of small dudes. They're like the best tag team I ever seen. I bought their shirt. Better than the Swash right from them. <laughs> you remember those guys? The swashbucklers? Isn't that what You mean that? the, the, the uh, bushwhackers? Bushwhackers, sorry. Swashbucklers. <laughs> we should be the swashbucklers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> bushwhackers. Yeah. This thing. Yeah. But the women also like started a big internet campaign. <laughs> yeah, the swashbucklers. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I Another... embarrassed my childhood self. The Splash Brothers. On my podcast the, brothers. the other day. The Waterfall Boys. The Coke Brothers them. as a tag team. That's really funny. The Coen Brothers? <laughs> the Coke. Well, the Coen Brothers. Oh, the Coen Brothers. really funny. The Coke Brothers, like the yeah. two Republican yes. assholes. Yes, <laughs> that'd be great. That was the thing at the Onion. They had, I, I mean, yes, I the Coke but they brothers. had an idea for like an animated show about yeah, the Coke about Brothers. Yeah, about the Coke Brothers. was really funny. Like a Ren and Stimpy style. Shout out to John Harris. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's so funny. Yeah, the Coke Brothers are like too sane now, though. Like they're well now that they don't support Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah, they're like actually we're way interviews with them. You are like they're weirdly normal. They're very smart. Yeah, but I wonder. I don't understand what's going on. They're greedy and scary. But yeah, does Donald Trump even want to be president? It sounds like no at this point. Sounds like he's just having like to win president. But he's having the best and worst time of his life. Yeah. I think he's like blowing it big time, and it's in a way where he's going to write a book after. It's like it's me fine. showing you how the system's broken. Right, I had right. no interest in being the president. Yeah, you I, know, and like that's what it feels like he's going to do. They need to have a Donald me. Trump wrestler, Donald Trump like wrestler. I bet they did at one point. Well, Vince right? McMahon is uh, sort uh, of uh, Donald a, Trump is in the WWE yes, Hall yes. of Fame. Is yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump him was as himself. <laughs> as himself, he's in the celebrity <laughs> wing of the WWE Hall of Fame with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh <laughs> what God. is that in Connecticut with the no? With the actually, offices? interesting you bring that up. It's opening in Orlando. Wow! Next WrestleMania, so Florida, I'll be down baby. there to check it out. Look at the halls and Perfect. all the glory. We Perfect. should, um, damn, we should wrap this up. Oh There's my so God. much to talk about. It's, I mean, maybe we could come back to it. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, Kelly and I should like watch wrestling, see if we like it, and then come back and talk to you about it. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I know if I was steamrolling at all, I, I there's was just no like, I got, I, I was like, I, there's, there's so no much to say. There's so much. It's so We're weird. Energized. You know, you know so much information about it. Yeah. Like other times, other. We touched on all the stuff I was very interested. in. Yeah, I thought I was trying to hit everything. It's like I, I think I definitely at least touched every aspect of like why i think you would what you would respect about it right you right. win for most knowledgeable guest uh <laughs> first place and then second place is probably charles rogers for anal sex yeah anal sex. <laughs> oh yeah i listened to that yeah, yeah. You, so you know more <laughs> about wrestling than charles to. does about anal sex i'd yeah. say but it's a close it's close it's close, close. yeah, yeah, yeah. i think close. i know more about anal sex than Charles Brock. Yeah, that, no, that's no. what the next. Uh, that's that what the next episode will be. Do you have anything that you really wanted to add to say for people who are like, ah, I still don't buy it? Oh um, well, I think like, I think that at this point that I've given up on convincing people. Nice. To, like I've, I've just been like, hey, I, you know, we it's don't like, need you. You like it or you don't like life. it, you're right? S- you're amongst dude. Like, you're a marker or not? You. Definitely. But I do think that if someone listening to this is a comedian. You know, I was quoted in that Splitsider article that just came out mm. that was like the relationship between wrestler 
and a comedian. And I see they're like, I'm friends with a couple wrestlers at this point. And That's there crazy. is like such a symbiotic, there's such a similarity Crossover. to the path. Wow. And yes. uh, uh, that it's that like, it's just like, and especially the indie scene, it's like, it feels like going to like one of our old improv shows. Yeah. And I would something. much rather watch a wrestling indie show at this point than I would an improv indie show. Yeah, that's uh, true. Agreed. agreed. Yes, agreed. <laughs> the world agreed. agrees. Yeah. So that's um, it. I think if you like, uh, you know, re- you know, I-, I don't know. Maybe it's not for you. I, li- I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's thank a, you, Dan. That's a great. Yeah, thank you. That was a great ending. finish. A great ending. <sighs> the crowd goes wild at the end of wrestling. Oh yeah, they're going nuts for me. I'm very over with the uh, with the with the universe here. <laughs> Give them the stick. With the Make Me Like It universe. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Wow. That was was intense and passionate. So much information. Yeah, I think he was, I mean, he was by far the most knowledgeable person we've ever had. He's like a a, a true historian. I mean, I think, yeah, we compared him to Charles Rogers. Yes. Charles Rogers is the only other person that was as knowledgeable as possible. No, though not quite as uh, much of a like professional historian on the subject. Right. Charles had a lot to say about it. Yeah. But Dan some personal was naming eras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I will say this is a little shout out. We did this episode uh, because Daryl requested. Yes, it. we got this was this uh, this subject was requested. So Daryl, hope you're happy. <laughs> it was a great it was a great opportunity to have Dan Black on the show, who's a close friend and. and and, uh, Dan is the best man. ranter. Yes. The best ranter in the business. If you yeah. get Dan started on a subject that he doesn't like, yeah. it's the best. So that was, I mean, and hearing him talking about something he likes is even better. Dan ha- Dan probably yelled at me, not at me, but just yelled and I was in his presence about the Hollywood sign. Uh-huh. Uh, he hates the Hollywood sign because <laughs> at night it's not lit up and it's so stupid because it's, it's such a have. huge, yeah. yeah, it's such a huge tourist attraction. Yeah, they don't light it. And they don't, yeah, so there's no lights on it. So it's like, why would you do that? Why would you let that happen? And it's just so funny to hear Dan talk about how stupid Los Angeles is. He's got great gripes about Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the state of California. And his East Coast accent, it really, really, uh, it works for us. Um, So Kelly, what what did Dan's information help you? um... This is one of those things where I'm like so inspired by the argument. And and so I want to say I love you, Dan. Wow. But I also am like, what? Like, I'm not going to start listening to rest. Like, I'm not listening start... to wrestling. I mean, that would be very interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just sitting on the porch with the radio, listening to the wrestling. Listening Matt. to that wrestling. I'm sure they. Can do you some... believe what Bret Hart is saying about Shawn Michaels? <laughs> we're not going to let you hear it directly, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I, I I can't imagine starting to watch it, but I'm also like I'm seeing I'm seeing it. I totally see the appeal. I love you, Dan. I love you, Dan. Mm. Um, I totally you. see the appeal, and I like what I really liked about about it was hearing how it's changed and it's allowed. I mean, the, I like the women stuff that it's yeah. not just about like sexy women, which was always a horrible but funny part in wrestling, which was that like a lot of wrestlers would in the old days would come out with like a sexy woman and then the sexy arm. woman would like tempt the guy, the other guy in the oh, ring and like trick them into thinking like, Ooh, I like you. And he'd look at her and then the other guy would come and like slam him in the back of the head and Holy he'd shit. lose. Cause he got horny for a second that is so and he let disgusting. his guard down. He was vulnerable and horny. Women, 
women so that's, are like that's, a little piece of meat you dangle yes. in front of a dog. Yeah, like a carrot on a tread in the front of a treadmill. Um, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, a it's carrot, a carrot on the front of a treadmill. treadmill. Yeah, that's a cool For phrase, right? For a rabbit? I, don't I should know. host who a would podcast. Be, who would be on the treadmill at that point? Bugs Bunny? I guess so. <laughs> Being tortured? Guess What's so. happening? I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought the argument was just fantastic stuff. Yeah. Dan knew so much. I mean, how could you not like it? But also, it made it sound like a more interesting and nuanced world and didn't make me feel quite as bad as I used to about yeah. the dark side of wrestling, which yeah. sounds like they're trying to clean up a little bit. It does. It seems like they're making it more into a wholesome wholesome sport. And and it's all about money. That is completely clear to me now. But it also... it. it I mean, the entertainment business is all about money. You could argue, you know what yeah, I mean. Everything's all about money. Yeah, but Maybe. it is. It does have an art. It does have an art component. And also, to it, uh, yes, I love the crowd interaction stuff. That the the crowd has a say, and the crowd can the type of person watching it can vary from a child who just thinks it's cool all the way to different types of fans to someone like Dan who likes to analyze it and yeah, talk about he's it. So I mean, it's crazy. Immersed. He is so immersed. He told us that he had a wrestler at his wedding. Yes, we were uh, he was. Uh, Dolph Ziggler was at, at the <laughs> Holy wedding. Holy shit. Um, I didn't now, know a wrestler, a pro wrestler was at the wedding. Yeah, That's and great. now speaking of things that could have a dark side, we had recently talked about the Summer Olympics, and we got an email about that from a fan um, who hates the Olympics. Ooh, good. And their side of it um, – was just that uh, they're not important. The U.S. and China win every sport pretty much, so that takes away a lot of the excitement, um, and that kind of undercuts the uh, message of international unity. Right. And then it is this person from a different different country by any chance? Um, it doesn't say anywhere, huh. but that's just. And then also, in addition, he just is talking about the corruption causes cities that are unprepared to host the Olympics, kick out poor people, spend millions of dollars to build fancy stadiums, which will never be used again. While many people living in poverty need that money, poverty, poverty. Uh, <laughs> boy, I should really host a podcast, uh, need that money for affordable housing and welfare welfare programs okay um, well but they can turn the fucking they can turn the stadium into a refugee camp very easily, easily. Come on. <laughs> as we've seen in as, Greece. yeah so yeah. that's easy so, so that's done yeah you're an idiot but no i i think there's a lot to be said which no, i thought all... gabrus did a great job about skirting that issue and talking <laughs> yeah. about all the positives without really talking too much about how horrible the olympics can be right so that's a fair argument to make it is a fair argument um yeah this is a this is a podcast called Make Me Like It, not a podcast called Make Me Unlike It Further. <laughs> also, and <laughs> but then thank um, you for writing he in. He sent another email that said he still watches it, though, because they're on TV. <laughs> oh, that is very <laughs> Which, funny. Yes. We don't even watch it. We I watched should. some of it at work. Oh, you did. That's right. We watched Simone Biles. I bet Gymnastics if you episode shout out. Sarah Violet Bliss. Simone yeah. Biles killed it. Oh, damn. She's the best. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Simone Biles. She's fantastic. Um, well, thanks, Dan. Thanks, yeah. JJ, for writing to us about how horrible the Olympics are. Yeah, we appreciate any and all people writing into us. Littlepuffyquestions at gmail.com. Write it to us about an episode we've done, episode you want us to do, all that stuff. We appreciate it. And, and thank you, Daryl, for suggesting. Pro, yes. Pro and for our other fans, get into bed. Have a great night. Just relax. Think about your day. Think about all the good things you've done. Go night-night. <laughs> This is a podcast.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.